want to gamble. I never want to hear those words out of your mouth again. Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Pay him. Pay that man his money. Woo-hoo! Big bet for a big man! Sure you don't want to save a few bucks for the buffet? Welcome to the Fabulous Big Bet Podcast, part of the DWZ Fantasy Sports Network. And here are your hosts, Memphis at DWZ Memphis and Dr. Kyle at DWZ underscore Dr. PT. And now to the fabulous Big Bets. Here's an idea. Why don't you give me half the money you were going to bet? Then we'll go out back, I'll kick you in the nuts, and we'll call it a day. You got lucky there. Yep, it was luck. So, that's it then. Hmm? Just like a young man coming in for a quickie. I feel so unsatisfied. Hey guys, Nick Burnett here. Just wanted to kind of give some information on why I joined the Patreon, why I'm part of the Dynasty Warzone uh, team. Downloaded the Dynasty Warzone podcast. It took one day. Joined the Patreon. Reached out to Memphis about a situation with one of my rosters. And the kind of feedback I got was, hey, Nick, why don't you give me a call? Uh, We went down my roster and he helped me pull off a couple moves that put me ahead when I thought I was going to be in rebuild mode this year. And that's just part of what comes with the Patreon. Uh, Just uh, trade talks, just good interaction with guys that love fantasy football. Uh, Whether it's 10 o'clock at night or 3 o'clock in the morning, there's always going to be fantasy football talk, whether it's redraft, whether it's dynasty. I joined a couple leagues with the Patreon members, and it's the same thing. Even Even while we're drafting, we're still shooting ideas at each other. And if that sounds like something that you want to be a part of, pause the podcast now join the patreon and join uh join a great fantasy football group but more like a fantasy football family are you looking for a reminder of your fantasy football greatness are you looking for something to set your league apart from those dime a dozen jabroni leagues out there then head over to trophysmack.com and hook your league up with the best trophies in the game today And not only will you get the best trophies in the game today, you can get a free championship ring up to a $59.99 value by entering in the promo code DWZRING. You pick out your trophy, which one do you like? You put it in the cart, you add the ring to the cart, you add the promo code DWZRING, makes the ring free, and your league is now a step above the league down the street so if you're looking for the best you want to be the best in the game you want to have the best league in town go over to trophysmack.com get that trophy get that ring use that code dwz ring and let's have a big season what's happening everybody happy thursday and welcome to the day of the nfl draft unless you're watching live on twitter then you're watching it on draft eve And on this edition of The Big Bet, we are going to talk our draft wagers with the most confidence. And I'll tell you who I have a lot of confidence in is my co-host. He is the dirtiest player in the game today. He is Dr. Kyle Bowser. Dr. Kyle, man, what's going on? Memphis, I just wanted to drop this little tidbit of definition information to you. 
We use the word disgruntled all the time. Did you know the word for the opposite of disgruntled is gruntled? And I am quite gruntled right now, and I'll be even more gruntled tomorrow when this draft finally kicks off. And we can stop speculating. I love the speculation for betting, but just experience it and be excited, surprised, disappointed every 10 to 15 minutes for that first round. You know, for me, the the first round is very anticlimactic. I, I love the draft. I really do. But there's so much content as it relates to the draft not just gambling not just dynasty not just in general but the first round i i love day two i i unplug i don't i'm doing a guest spot tomorrow with the football authority the tfa uh, I'm, I'm you know doing a couple of things here or there for round one dude round yeah. two round two in my house is a national holiday that's the real holiday that's when the fantasy and dynasty goodness really come out is on that day i mean we kind of already know that Trevor Lawrence is the 101 in your Dynasty Superflex League. No. Yes. What? Write that down. Oh, hold on. Get, get, gotta, get we, a, I need get Jerry's writer downers for days now. Yeah, absolutely. And so we, we kind of have a good feel of where the guys in the first round are going to go, what the draft capital is going to be. There'll be a curveball or two. It's those day two guys, round two, round three, that will really elevate You know, the wide receivers especially. Uh, this running back class is particularly weak. In my opinion, once you get past the top three or four guys. So we will figure all of that out. Now, what are you doing for draft night? What are you and Mrs. Kyle and the dogs doing for for draft night there in NYC? Honestly, probably watching whatever my wife wants to watch, and I'll be tracking on my phone. Mm, you, you, sir. Uh, so I got lucky. So ESPN and NFL Network basically run the draft. Well, my wife had watched none of any of the Marvel TV series. She liked the movies. She couldn't have cared less about WandaVision. But for some reason, that first Friday when I sat down to watch The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, she was hooked. She was hooked. She's a big she's a big Sebastian Stan fan. I know uh, him. No big deal. No big deal. Just hey, if what, you could ever get him to come on the podcast. No if you could ever get him to come on the podcast and bring no, him that I, along. I don't know him that well. But oh, okay. Well, that I, would be cool. I did if, work if, with him in the gym I worked at, yeah. Fair enough. So anyway, so my, my wife, you know, was a big fan of the show. Well, that show ended the last Friday. So it had been appointment viewing the last six weeks. Every Friday night, my wife and I, we would sit down and watch the most recent episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But this Friday, Disney has done me a solid. I don't have to worry about that. I can just watch the draft. My wife is going to go. I wish that was on. I was like, I know, honey. Once you read a book, and I'm going to watch a little bit of this draft, and <laughs> and and that's what's going down. I'll still be hammering draft props the the rest of the way, but I just want to get a little bit of the the promotion out of the way. Still looking for five star reviews. If you're listening to this via podcast, or if you're watching on YouTube, you can support the show for free. The freest way is to rate, review, subscribe, and share the show. Uh, we're going to be going seven days a week in season, including the live Sunday show. Now, Dr. Kyle, I know you can't commit to every single Sunday. You are a man about town there in New York City. You and uh, yes. the lovely Mrs. Dr. Kyle will be, you know, and the dogs will be cruising around Soho and Manhattan and all those, you know, lunching at spots. You're dropping Soho. You want to check out the village or Dumbo or Tribeca with me, Memphis? I, me, you, and Robert De Niro in Tribeca Grill. We'll, we'll be there. <laughs> We'll, we'll do we'll, we'll do that, but we're going to do a live Sunday show this year. It's going to be from 11.30 to 12.55, just before game time, answering trade questions, you know, start-sit questions, 
whether it's gambling, dynasty, regular football, fantasy football, it's going to be a live show. But you won't know that it's there if you're not subscribed to YouTube. Obviously, five-star reviews on Apple, I know, I know. Cuss, cuss Steve Jobs. Don't blame me, but Apple is the one. It's the straw that stirs the drink, and that's the best way to help us grow this show. And uh, what, what else do we what else do we have here, Doctor Kyle? We, we have some social media. We have social media. I mean, I, I'm at DWZ Memphis. You're at Doctor DWZ underscore Doctor PT. Correct. The show's on Instagram and Twitter at Dynasty Warzone, and uh, that's what we got rolling, man. But uh, I don't know about you. But I am ready to talk a little bit about these draft bets. But before I do, I'm going to talk about our Patreon just real quick. We have a Patreon bet chat. So if you're into Dynasty and gambling and fantasy football, you can get a lot for your 5 bucks over at the Dynasty Warzone Patreon. If you're interested, you can hit me up on Twitter or via email, DynastyWarzone at Gmail. Or just go to Patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone and you'll see that it's the best value for 5 bucks. Outside of, uh, what's a good $5 value? I mean, in New York City, you can get, like, what, half a pack of smokes? Not that you uh, smoke, I'm just merely saying. Uh, you get a, half a beer at the, the garden. Uh, half a beer at the garden? Okay, so, so there. Half a beer at the garden? I don't mean, I don't, drink, I don't drink, I don't drink cheap tap beer. How, how much would, like, a nice bourbon at the garden? I've never been to, to Madison Square. Oh, don't, no. If we're going, I'm not, no. No. Um, $5 in New York City. You could probably still get two slices and a, a Coke in certain pizza places. So you the, could walk here, out. Here's what stood the test of time in New York City. Sandwiches and pizza. Like, you can okay. still get, like, a $5 sub. Coke and a slice? Coke and a slice, yeah. Coke and a slice, all right. All right. So, so if you can avoid the carbs and sugar of a Coke and a slice for one day, you can afford a month of Patreon over at patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. So, all right, man, all the promoting out of the way, seven minutes, bell to bell. That's a record. And we talked about we talked about some stuff outside of this. But, man, let's get into this. So we're going to tonight, we're going to go through and we're each going to give you our five best bets on the draft board. Now, I use DraftKings. What did you use? I use DraftKings as well. You know, I, I, I hate to I hate to admit it, but it's the it's the easiest to use interface of all the apps. The numbers are always competitive. Uh, I, I think they they may even be like the industry leader. I don't want to say that outside of Vegas, but very easy to use. And I use DraftKings as well. So we're going to go backwards from our least. We're still confident. We still like the bet, but it's our least of five. We're going to give you five each. I'm going to let you have the honors, much like a game of golf. Yeah. Go first. What, what, what's your what's your fifth but least confident of the five bets on this draft? See, I... I went so deep into the DraftKings sportsbook betting rabbit hole today that I was just like writing down likes after likes after likes. Um, so maybe at some point we just spitball. But I, if I have to pick one right now, I'm gonna go here. I'm going portfolio for my fifth ranked. Um, and I was just listening to one of the PFF podcasts, and they're talking about you know we we have this group of five quarterbacks that we've been talking about going early, but really it feels more like two or three. And then a drop off to the other two. And then there's this sixth quarterback that's sort of in limbo or just lingering out there who doesn't have like, his traits are very similar to to four and five, probably. Um, and that's Kyle Trask. And currently on DraftKings, he's plus 800 to go in round one and plus 250 to go in round two. And so, if you know, I, I might bet this, I haven't decided yet, but. If you think Kyle Trask is the sixth best quarterback in this draft, 
do you believe that this sixth quarterback is five could go off the board by pick nine, anywhere from pick nine to 15 at this point. Do you think it's going to be another 50 picks before a quarterback goes? No, I I really don't. And with Tampa Bay bringing back literally every single starter on both sides of the ball, all all 11 on defense, all 11 on offense, you know, what's going to be their what? And and, and here's the question for you. You know, they, they kicked the salary cap can down the road quite a bit in Tampa Bay. You know, they extended everybody voidable years. You see teams like, you know, New Orleans paying that debt right now with with Drew Brees. They kicked the can as far as they could. How do you offset some of that? You draft a really young quarterback, a a developmental guy. You can afford to splurge on a first-round guy if you want to, but why not take Kyle Trask if he's there at the last pick of the second round? Let him sit for a year, maybe two. Hell, you never know with Tom Brady. With with modern medicine and his income, he may play till 50, and and, and you may never know. But, But how would they do that? Having a real cheap quarterback, you know, in a year or two could be a, a nice thing. And With the option I, on that fifth year because they're picking well, thirty-two. That that's right, and because of that, so if you bet a hundred bucks on that both ways, so if you bet a hundred bucks on him to go in the first round, that would return eight hundred dollars. But if you bet a hundred bucks on him to go in the second round, then that would return two hundred and fifty. Now the hundred you bet plus two fifty back which would allow you to pay for both bets and still make about 150 bucks uh, on, on both ends. And if for some reason they get a hair across their ass and they they take they take a QB in the first round, now now you've you've made a nice little lick there. So I, I don't hate it. I'm going to have a similar one soon. Okay. But okay. but uh, I, I did not hate that at number five. No no this one right here my my fifth uh, of five is I like Micah Parsons plus 400 to the Denver Broncos. And here's why. Denver was originally the a team in the market for a QB. But what did they do today? They went out and bought insurance. You know, if you have a nice house, if you have a nice car, you go out and you buy insurance for it to make sure that it's protected. Denver's got a nice offensive roster. They've got Cortland Sutton. They've got Jerry Judy, K.J. Hamler. Noah Fant, a, a good and improved offensive line, and, and Melvin Gordon. But but what do you do? You're going to give Drew Locke every opportunity to fail, but if Drew Locke fails, you know, like, like a baseball coach, I'm wearing my Red Sox cap if you're watching live on YouTube or Twitter, you know, they go, bring in the reliever. Now, I don't think Teddy's a starter. Teddy's never thrown for more, more than 15 touchdowns in a season. I think Denver wants to see what... Drew Locke can do in a more normal offseason. So what would a defensive-minded head coach want? Arguably the best linebacker in the division. If you were going to play Patrick Mahomes twice a year, if you were going to play Justin Herbert twice a year, and make fun of Derek Carr all you want, but he's a very serviceable quarterback. And another one, so if Denver if Denver goes linebacker at nine, that would make Micah Parsons the first Defensive player off the board. That plus would pay. Plus, well, I, I saw it at plus 375. I had him plus 400 to Denver. It's plus 500 as of this afternoon. Well, that's then, one of my written down ones. And, and it very well could have changed. But th- those yeah. are two um, that, that, that you like. So maybe he doesn't go to Denver. I don't see him going to Dallas with Jalen Smith there. But, you know, I 
this is this is a bet that I picked at the last minute because of the information. I no longer see them in the quarterback. And if we talk about the first three picks are going to be quarterback, we think Atlanta's going Pitts. The uh, Bengals are going Sewell or Chase. Yep. The the Lions will go the opposite. Miami will probably maybe be in on Jalen Waddle or Sewell or Chase. Then you have Carolina, who will probably trade out so someone else can trade into a quarterback. That leaves Denver. And you can even hedge this bet with a portfolio-style bet like you did. You could actually bet him to go to Denver, or you could bet that Denver takes a cornerback. Because that would be the other position I could see this team going. But for me, my, uh, my fifth confidence pick, you can go either way, or you can bet both if you want. Micah Parsons plus 400 to the Denver Broncos, or plus 375, what I wrote down, plus 500, uh, according to Dr. Kyle, to be the first defensive player off the board. The reason why it was five is he also has some alleged character concerns, you know, but I didn't see that as any big deal. And uh, Vic Fangio loves a good middle linebacker. So uh, w- what, is your, uh, what is your fourth most confident, uh, confident pick of this draft board? All right, I got some – I got a couple that are like – you're laying a little bit of juice, but I really like them. So I'm gonna I'm gonna bucket those as my four because they're not sexy, but they feel really safe. Where you're laying a little bit of juice, but not too much. Um, the first one is total cornerbacks going corner CBs going in the first round over four and a half is minus one thirty four. We know that the the on the defensive side of the ball, they're not um, the draft is not deep on D line. And probably the next most important position from a, a game-changing standpoint or a team-changing standpoint is cornerback. And, you know, we see the importance of having lockdown quarterbacks. There's talk of, like, J.C. Horn and Patrick Sertan. They're, you know, both around that 10-11. And then, you know, it's the goddamn class of juniors that make me feel old. I, it feels like it wasn't that long ago where I drafted Patrick Sertan and Asante Samuel for my Madison Fran- or Madison, Madden franchises back in the day. And here they all are juniors and everything. Um, and then there's Caleb Farley, who has slipped in the draft because of his medical history. So looking at mock drafts, there's a number of mock drafts where there's five cornerbacks going in the first round. Um, so if you think that this like Caleb Farley doesn't fall too far, over four and a half, minus 134 feels good. Uh, my next one, Kadarius Tony, minus 121 to go in the first round. Um this is an interesting one because being buried in fantasy football, we no, like nobody gives a rat's you know what about Kadarius Tony. He's nowhere in anybody's you know first, second, maybe even third tier of wide receivers. But for whatever reason, all the talk in mock drafts and with your rumors, whatever you want to call them, Kadarius Tony is there's a likelihood that it goes in the first round. Uh, you know, perhaps it's because people view him as the, you know, the most upside gadget player. Um, you know, he's not tiny like Rondell Moore. Um, so I, I also like that one. And then my third one, you could do uh Penny Sewell. Like you said, we think he either goes five or six. He's minus 112 under six and a half. So if you think he's going to Cincinnati or Miami, which both like – Either or feels pretty lock-ish. That's minus 112 either way. So I would take Sewell under 6.5 minus 112. So those are my three, like, laying a little bit of juice but feel very good about. The only way I see you get you get hit on that Sewell pick is if for some reason 
Atlanta let someone trade up to get like a Justin Fields. Because then I could see Sewell sliding to seven at Detroit, but I think the D- Detroit would let that be the end of any slide for him. My fourth bet is Travis Etienne. Etienne? Etienne? As the Etienne, first. yeah. It's like reading I've the three letters. Bo- I've heard both. And I have him as the first running back off the board, plus Love 150. Uh, there, was a, there was a report that came out on Monday that the Buffalo Bills were looking to move up to pick 23, I believe. I think it was the Jags pick. They want to get ahead of the Steelers, and they really see a running back like Travis Etienne as the missing piece. I don't know if that's true, but I, I'm starting to hear more and more. I've heard the the Jags have interest in Etienne to be their running back, which would really break my heart as a James Robinson fan. And a Travis Etienne fan, to be to don't be quite honest. Don't get me going about draft capital, Memphis. I don't. I'm, I'm just saying it would just not be a, a good day at the office if uh, you like either one of those guys. But it's one of those things where where there's smoke, there's fire, and I want to give credit because it was uh, the original concept I heard from R.J. Bell. But look, first thing on Thursday morning at the final mock draft of the Daniel Jeremiah's, the Mel Kiper Juniors, that's the one they get graded on. Nobody remembers Mach 1.0 or Mach 3.0 or whatever. They get graded on and remembered by, the just like everything else in the world, the last thing we saw. And this is where their friends and insiders within these teams start sliding picks to them. And if all of a sudden you see random guys that you hadn't seen in the first round the entire time, or you see some moves, those moves are made on information. You know, their contacts, their friends within these organizations are... Feeding them, and I, I, when I heard RJ say that, I thought it was a great, a great thought. And so I'll be looking at mocks. I'll be looking at every mock tomorrow, and I'll be looking to act on it as quick as possible. As a proud resident of the state of Indiana, but right now, I'm starting to follow the noise a little bit. I'm seeing a lot more buzz around Travis Etienne than I am Najee Harris. So instead of laying money, instead of laying a dollar fifty-nine to take Najee Harris as the first RB off the board. I'm going to go Travis Etienne plus money plus 150, first RB off the board. Back to you. Oh, well, you know what, Dr. Kyle? I'm going to give you a minute. You're, you're, you're writing them down. And, no, I'm uh, good. We're, no, we're going to take a quick minute. We're going to take a quick okay. minute and hear from Stretch our out official. A bit. Seventh inning stretch. You want to hear um, uh, we're, we're, this God is, Bless America? This is break one of two. We're going to hear a quick word from our friends over at Viridian Global, the official apparel provider of the DWZ. And this segment is brought to you by ViridianGlobal.com. And that is the official apparel provider of the Dynasty Warzone merch. We have our t-shirts over there. We have our dad hats. We have our Jerry NWO themed hats. We have hoodies. We have Raglan's baseball season just kicking off. A Raglan is a baseball shirt where the body of the shirt is white and the sleeves are different colors. We've got some some tank tops. We have our new working harder than an ugly stripper t-shirt and so much more. This is the brainchild of myself and our graphics guru, Maddie, aka at Maddie Big Chest on Twitter. We have a ton of styles and you want to head over there and check everything out. You simply go to Viridian Global. That is V-E-R-I-D-I-A-N Global, ViridianGlobal.com. Search the Dynasty Warzone store, and man, you'll see all the t-shirts, 
hats, accessories, everything that we have available to you from a merch standpoint. They are a great sponsor, and we recommend you check them out today. That is the group over at viridianglobal.com. Thanks for checking them out. All right, and big thanks to our friends over at Viridian Global. Uh, some new stuff coming your way. I am working with uh, some new graphics people, and let's just say there's going to be a real sweet shirt in the not-too-distant future that you're going to want to get your mitts on. So, all right, I apologize, Dr. Kyle. I hope you enjoyed that tasty beverage during the uh, the timeout. What is your three? What is your what, kick today in the junk uh, hate brand cup? Just water today. I, I Just thought water about today. channeling Steffi Smalls and grabbing some white claws out of the fridge, but I got an early and long day tomorrow, so just agua. You know, that's a callback to our Wednesday podcast, Tuesday YouTube guest, Steffi Smalls from the FTN Network and uh, big fan of all things White Claw. I was going to get a prop for Steffi's visit last night, but uh, I didn't have time. The, uh, the, the the gas station that I go to on the way to work, they have these ginormous like 24-ounce claws. It's like a triple. And I was going to have that for a prop, and uh, I just ran out of time. But uh, speaking of time, it's your time, man. I want to know about your third your third rated prop of this draft. All right. So Baltimore plus 200 first position drafted wide receiver. So we know all the talk that's going around Lamar Jackson, his ability as a passer. Yes, they brought in Sammy Watkins, but what does that really mean from a fantasy standpoint? Sell after week one with his two or three touchdown explosion and then he'll disappear with a hamstring the rest of the season. Um, I like this bet because I think that's I think Baltimore believes that's one of their needs to really see if Lamar Jackson can be the long-term guy. You know, they're talk of picking up his fifth-year option, but no talk of extension yet. A little interesting. Um, why I also like this with both of their late first-round picks. They're picking, I believe, at twenty-seven and thirty-one now since they just picked up the Chiefs. The way I see this falling is. Um, and, and I'll reference this when I get to one of my other picks later with picks 27 and 31, they're going to have a chance to see how the wide wide receiver landscape plays out. Um, and also give props to RJ Bell with the, uh, the, the analysis, I think it was late last week where they were talking about, um, you know, with the importance of the fifth year option teams, maybe leaning towards like those skill position players towards the late first to make sure that they have that option. Uh, later on. Um, so I, I think we will see later in the first round offense, offensive players, skill players coming off the board. Um, but if, you know, 27 is approaching, I think Baltimore has the ammunition to move up a few for a guy they like, or if 27 approaches and they have a couple guys they like, they can then trade 27 to somebody who wants to move into the first, maybe to grab a wide receiver or a running back. Um, and then still maybe get their guy at 31 because I think early we're going to see Chase Waddle and um, Chase Waddle and Devonta Smith probably in those top, you know, 12, 13 picks. And it could be a bit before we see, you know, that next tier of Bateman, Kadarius Tony, Terrace Marshall. Um, you know, I let like Terrace Marshall is plus 100 to go in the first round. I think there was one other wide receiver. Um, no, never mind. Cornerback. I digress. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm rambling, but Baltimore plus 200 wide receiver, first position off the board for them. Three. Locking in. I, I like it. I, I like it. Baltimore has, you know, they, they tried everything under the sun 
to get a free agent wide receiver. They were linked to Juju. They were linked to Kenny Galladay, T.Y. Hilton. Ultimately landed Sammy Watkins, but they know they need some more uh, playmakers on the outside. They made a nice little trade to unload Orlando Brown Jr. to the Chiefs. Uh, I just hope, I was just looking at a mock draft that had the, the, the Baltimore Ravens going Aziz Ojalare, the edge out of Georgia with the 27th pick, and then your man Kadarius Toney with the uh, with the 31st. So maybe you'll get lucky and they'll invert those and uh, go out. So I'm going to go back to the running back position. I am going to go, There's a it's, it's basically an even money prop. Najee Harris, over or under 25 and a half. It's lay a dollar twelve either way. I I like the under. I think there's going to be one running back go in the first round in this class, and I don't think it's going to be it's going to be Najee Harris. I know there's a lot of mock drafts that have the Steelers taking Najee at 24 overall. I don't think so. You know, it's um getting the running back before fixing your offensive line would be like, you know, painting your house. And I don't know, I can't even think of a good analogy right now. It's like, how about this? It's like wiping your ass and then taking a shit. You've not really solved the, the, the underlying problem. What you really need to do... <laughs> I'm sorry. I've always said it's... Taking a shit showering is like taking your, your, uh, your Jeep through the car wash and then going off-road in. It, it, it's just doing it backwards. I mean, th- this is a team that's got an aging offensive line. They're like... Hall of Fame-worthy center, Pouncey retired. They lost Andrew Villanueva, more than likely, to the Ravens. There's rumor that he's going to sign with the Ravens after the draft. I mean, you don't fix the running game by drafting the running back. You fix the running game by fixing the offensive line, then getting the running back. Maybe they take a Chuba Hubbard. I would love for them to do something like them take Trey Sermon in, like, the third round or something. You know, a kid who, you know, went to school there at Ohio State and pair him up with a Big Ten Thunder and Lightning combination of Trey Sermon and Anthony McFarland there in Pittsburgh. But I think they need to address the offensive line first. And because I, if Pittsburgh doesn't take Najee, I think he falls into the first part of the second round. Maybe Miami. Maybe Miami takes him at 18, but I really like him at minus 112 to go later than the 26th pick. Thought on my Najee Harris bet. I'll be honest, I don't love it. I don't hate it, but once we get to my first bet, my number one bet, you'll know why. Um, okay, sorry. All right. you're, you're, you're back a, up at number ooh, two. Do we want to go crossfire? Do we want to crossfire this shit? You're, you're, you're stuck. You are stuck still. You're stuck two units from the regular season. If you want to try to get action, you got it. What, so what was the bet? It was over, you think, 20, Najee Harris is going and, later than a, 20, 25 and a half. So if he goes 25 or lower, you would win. Okay. If he goes twenty six or beyond, I would win. Yeah, that's intriguing. Let me think about that because my my number one bet doesn't necessarily completely correlate to that. Well, we'll get to it, but I, I'm I'm just glad I'm the one who controls the soundboard because I get to do all the. But uh, I'm not impressed by your performance. So <laughs> bring it, just bring it. Just I'm bring work it. on my ventriloquism, and I'll just you. Do my you you got to work on your soundboard game, man. All right. So, who? What's your second bet? You can think about second, that between now and the end of the show. I will. And and we'll, we'll we'll see what that looks like. Second bet. I'm going. I'm going to your your native land, your hometown over there. I'm going. Um, I'm going to give you two options. This is a choose your own adventure, but it's a you know best case scenario portfolio bet. 
Indianapolis Colts, Chris Ballard, first position off the board, plus 130 offensive lineman, but also plus 200 defensive lineman. Memphis, let me just – you do the talking. I'm going to go to the bathroom. You just do the talking about why that's such a good portfolio. I, I do like that. Now, do is it a no bet if they trade out? Because Chris Ballard has been the GM for like five years and has made two no. firsts. Just the very just, first pick the, they make. The, the Colts' first player drafted offensive okay. line or is plus 130 defensive line plus 200. Just want to make sure I have clarification. Yeah. So I, I just look at what the Colts – the Colts are, are very – I think smart. they're very well ran, very smart, but they're very mom and pop. They're very practical. Yeah. You know, the Colt the Colts aren't going to the store. They're they're not going to like Saks Fifth Avenue. They're not going to Neiman Marcus. You know, they might splurge and go to Marshalls and look for like a brand name player cheap. That's how they got Carson Wentz. They would love to trade out because they know they know the price tag for Carson Wentz is going to come due. It cost them their third this year. And it costs them potentially a first next year. So what would Chris Ballard love to do? They would love to trade back to maybe maybe a team wants to come up. Maybe Cincinnati wants to come up and, you know, get – maybe they go Panay Sewell at five and they want to come up and get, you know, like a wide receiver for Joe Burrow at 20. So maybe they take the, the Bengals second this year and the Bengals second next year. You know, that's going to, you know, offset some of that acquisition cost for – Carson Wentz, because, you know, it's more than likely going to cost them a first, at least a second. So, you know, they could be looking ahead. But, yeah, I mean, Chris Ballard is going to draft for need. They need an offensive tackle. You don't invest the kind of draft capital they did give up to get Carson Wentz and then not give him a left tackle. Now, they could move Braden Smith, who's been playing really well for the Colts at right tackle. They could bump him over. They've even talked about doing the knuckleheadedness and moving Quentin Nelson from left guard to left tackle. But I think the easiest way to go about it, draft a rookie, put him in there at the at the left tackle. I, I like the offensive lineman. Clearly, the odds dictate that. But they do need a pass rush. I did. I'm doing. I, I think we're still going. Doing a mock draft with a good friend of the show, Nick Whalen, as well as a lot of other fantasy and football Twitter people out there. And I played the role of Chris Ballard. And with 20 overall, I took Quiddy Pay the edge rusher out of Michigan. He happened to fall to me. Great, and great value at 20. I, I, I don't think it will ever happen tomorrow, but I no. loved it at the time. And then with the second pick, I took offensive tackle Liam Eichenberg out of Notre Dame. If that actually happens for the Colts, I'll just dance right in my lip. I could be on the, the podcast with the TFA guys, and I'll just be like, you know, just just, just bust into a, a little dance right here at my uh, at my computer station. So I think those are solid bets. Because you get plus two hundred or two thirty, plus, plus one thirty or plus two hundred. So if it, it, so, it really it really seems like you you can make a hundred bucks or you can make thirty bucks. I like using the hundred dollar example. You right. bet a hundred, you get your hundred back plus one thirty winnings. Yep. So that would be thirty bucks profit. And then if it was the other way with a defensive lineman, you bet a hundred, you get your hundred back plus two hundred. One of those two offsets the first bet, and you walk away was somewhere between thirty and a hundred dollars profit if you want to get down both ways. So I, I have no I have no that, that's just a a nice little way to uh in in uh, improve your ROI. Was that your mindset there? Did I get inside yeah. your head? Yeah, that yeah, let's what what's like, you know, how can we be a little bit keen and safe but also come away with something? 
All right. Now you may have to you may have to fact check this one for me because uh, this was what I saw this afternoon. My second most confident bet of the week is Devonta Smith over the eleven point five pick. I think he at least goes twelve, if not higher, in that mock draft that we did that I've I've been referencing. He went eighteenth overall to the Dolphins. So I not to say that myself, a bunch of fellow fantasy gambling and football analysts, you know, have it nailed. But I just sit here and I and I go through I go through the draft in my head. Again, three quarterbacks, Pitts, Sewell, Chase, Waddle, uh, Micah Parsons, Patrick Sertan. You know, if if he doesn't go at eleven, and I don't think he goes eleven to the the Giants, then th- this feels like a really good bet. I think Jalen Waddle goes ahead of him. I think there's some underlying concerns about his weight. I'm not overly concerned about his weight. And, you know, to basically lay a dollar twelve for him to go over eleven and a half, that's one of my two. My other one, I do have another running back prop. I, I hate to mix them all together. But uh, I, I'll throw you another one that was really close, and that's I just want to continue to beat that dead horse that is Travis Etienne. Travis Etienne has a uh, under or over thirty point five. Yeah. So if he goes if he goes thirty or sooner, you you would get minus one hundred six. So it's almost an even money bet, and that pairs nicely with my first running back off the board. I don't think he gets past Buffalo. If Buffalo can't trade up and he's there at 30, I think Buffalo takes him. I, I, I believe in the smoke, and it just feels like a really nice combo bet to go with the uh, not, uh, Travis Etienne as the first running back off the board. So it's not really a portfolio bet because you're not – it's kind of a hedge. It's kind yeah. of a hedge because the one's basically even money. The other one you're getting you know, one and a half times your investment – it, it it could be end up just being an exercise in futility. So, but I do still like that bet him under thirty. So thoughts before we go into the final segment and we go into big bets. Uh, it, I mean, it, it pairs well with the other one. Um, I I thought about like there's a way where you could hit a nice middle. It's very unlikely. It's like it would be a stupid bet. It would be more. It'd be a hedge where you could potentially hit a middle. Uh, based on my my best bet, but I'm gonna roll right into it. Well, I'm gonna cut in, you uh, off. I'm gonna cu- I'm gonna cut you off real quick because I'm the host. That's what I do. <laughs> I, I want to make sure that I call a second timeout for my boy Matt over at Hate Brand. What a cliffhanger! Now, but the, if there's the ever a reason to cut me off, it's for Matt Vincent. Let's let's hear from Matt. All right, I'm gonna take a second timeout and do a little word for our friends over at Hate Brand Goods. Now, this is the home of the goat shorts. If you go to Hate Brand Goods, that is the H-V-I-I-I.com, and just search their goat shorts. Those are the bomb. You see so many people right now on Twitter tweeting hashtag FFFitClub. When you see me tweet that, the shorts that I am wearing are Hate Brand goat shorts. They've got floral. They've got unique designs in the goat shorts. As well as, you know, they have your basic black and and some solid colors in there too. As well as other stuff, man. They've got joggers. They've just released a new tie-dye collection and so much more. And what is Hate Brand Goods? Hate Brand Goods is the apparel company of Matt Vincent. Matt is a former two-time world champion in the Highland Games. That's the Scottish Highland Games. And 
He was a collegiate thrower at LSU. He's also one of the most unique people to follow on Instagram because he's a really, really good dude. And he's helping people get fit in his own unique way. One of the personal go-tos of me personally. So if you stick around at the end of this podcast, just as we go off the air, there'll be a little, you know, minute or two of, of Matt telling us about the meaning behind hate brand. And if you go to the HVIII.com and use promo code Memphis, that's Memphis at checkout, you will save some money if you purchase anything. Again, the goat shorts, the joggers, the t-shirts, the unique collections. If you're looking for something really cool to rock this spring and summer, look no further than hatebrand.com. All right, and we're back. So big shout out to Matt and the guys over at Hate Brand Goods. If you're if you're watching on YouTube or the Twitter handle, Kyle has his Hate Brand cup. Kyle, sh- show your cup again. I love this cup. And there you go. It's even got the logo down there at the bottom. Now, have you seen the joggers, the new joggers, the premium joggers? I have. I got to pull the trigger. I'm I'm Dude, becoming like an old curmudgeonly man. I, I can't do the blue ones. Okay. I got the black flashy. ones. The the black ones are the best purchase I've ever made. Okay. Without question. The fit is perfect. The length is perfect. They're, they're just absolutely perfect. And just go to thehate.com, T-H-E-H-V-I-I-I.com, and search the premium joggers. Worth every single penny. And you can save some pennies if you throw in promo code MEMPHIS at checkout. So, all right, here it is with, uh, with, without much ado. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go, man. Actually, I got to use the bathroom real quick. I'll be right back. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, my big bet. I'm going against Memphis's grain slightly. Total running backs first round, plus 140 on DraftKings. This actually might be one that has better value on my bookie. So do your shopping, folks. I know we're talking DraftKings Sportsbook here, but always do your shopping when you have access to more than one. Over one and a half running backs in the first round, plus 140. Be uh, and I thought this was where Memphis was going with some of his bets when he said that he believes ETN will be the first running back off the board because um, I like that. But I also – I don't see Najee slip into the second round, especially if ETN goes uh, first running back off the board. And I'm going to just peek over at the, the draft order. There's been you know talk of Washington possibly being – interested in running back still and then at 23 we have the jets 24 steelers 25 jacksonville all potentially very good landing spots for running backs and then i actually heard on the pff podcast today you know you talked earlier about tampa bay at 32 maybe grabbing uh, a quarterback they could also grab their running back of the future if they want if if Najee harris falls to 32 why not grab him um bill's drafting at 30. And then because Baltimore has its second pick of that late first round and Tampa Bay 32, I could see any of these teams. Jacksonville is again picking at 33, Jets at 34, Atlanta at 35, Miami at 36. Like if you look at any fantasy football players, like top landing spots for running backs, it's all of those teams. So I could see many of them trying to just like leapfrog the pack there to get into the first round, especially for that fifth-year option. So I'm going two running backs in the first round, plus 140 on DraftKings, but that one might even be 150 on my bookie. Lock it in. 
Lock it up. I uh, I could not disagree more. Uh, I'll either take your bet or you can take mine. You can you can take the. Are you gonna give it to me at plus one forty? Absolutely not. Or you're stuck. I'm I'm not, not, why would I? Why would I? Why would I? Why would I Folks, this is your lesson in shopping with books. Um, wait, don't wait, ever wait, bet yeah. with a friend at even money if you can go plus one forty on. Yeah, th- there you go. Get the fuck out of here! No, no exactly. it cannot be serious because yeah. get the fuck out of here with your with your with your with your with your nonsense. Get get that get the hell out of here! All right, I, I got an interesting one for you, and you're gonna like this. You're gonna like this. No, you you would think, man. So this is my big bet. Where where you know what name player do you think I would would attach to my big bet? You know you you know who some of my favorites in this class are. Who, what player is attached to my big bet, Dr. Kyle? I'm going to say Trey Lance. You know, I, I wish it was, but I've already made money with Trey Lance. It came out uh-huh. earlier today that it looks like he's going. So last week on this very podcast, I said, you know, you can get you can get Mac Jones plus, I think at the time it was like 165 or 180. I got it at 180, and we talked about that. And then we talked about, you know, hedging that with Trey Lance at plus 450. So no, it's it's too late. I'm actually going Davis Mills. My best Ooh. bet is Davis Mills over or under sixty four and a half, and I'm going under lay a dollar twelve. Um, you know, I, I've seen some Yahoo articles. I, I was doing some research on this earlier. The Bears, Patriots, and more are interested in Davis Mills as well as Kellen Mond and Kyle Trask. Uh, a Yahoo Sports article came out that says the sixth man, you know, kind of a play on words around the game of basketball, but is quarterback Davis Mills the sleeper in this draft? And, you know, th- there was news, uh, j- just several sources. You know, this was a guy who was one of the top recruits coming out of high school, six foot four, 212 pounds, obviously a smart kid coming out of Stanford. And I think if the Bucks don't go, if they don't go with a QB in round one, they could. They could go with your boy Kyle Trask. It's very, very feasible. But I don't think they let a Davis Mills slide by them at 64 overall. I think someone is going to – I could see the, the Washington football team in the middle of the second round taking a, taking a swing at Davis Mills, a developmental guy behind Orion Fitzmagic. Maybe the Lions put him behind Jared Goff. I don't know. I know there's a lot of buzz around this guy. I think he's got second-round talent, and for that reason, I think he'll go in the top 64. That is my big bet. Davis Mills, under 64.5, lay $1.12. You wasn't expecting a Davis Mills take, were you? I wasn't, but I like it. I um, I showcased him on the uh, the rookie injury special. He was he was like the top talent in uh, coming out of high school in his class, and then he suffered a couple ACL tears and a couple, you know, redshirt this and miss season there and yada yada just never put it all together in college so i'm into it i, I wouldn't even be surprised if like a new orleans took a shot on him i'm not yeah. i'm not convinced they love tyson hill long term or Jameis. and right. you know the, i like the fact that he went to stanford and i know that seems like a small thing but you know guys that go to stanford typically are pretty intelligent it's the harvard of the west you know and i could just see him getting along famously with a with a, a Sean Payton, with a Bruce Arians, someone like that. I can even see Pittsburgh taking him in the second round. Just think about any team that's got either a journeyman quarterback or an aging quarterback. Mm-hmm. And to our conversation earlier, I mean, these teams are going to want to save money. How do you save money? 
second-round, third-round quarterbacks, you're hoping to find the next Dak Prescott. I, I will, I'll be looking for a prop bet. I didn't have time to shop this today while I was getting ready for this. I'm going to look at a number of quarterbacks going in round two. Or maybe the total number of I don't quarterbacks know if that's out there. Yeah, I don't. Like, well, that's, that's, a, that's what I, that's what I'm saying though. I, I yeah. will be looking for that because I, I think I think you'd get three. I think you're yeah. going to get three in the second round. I, I think you're going to get Trask. I think you're going to get Mills, and I'm Kellen drawing Mon. a blank. Kellen Mond, thank you. That was yeah. the third guy. I think you're going to get three in the second round. So if you're looking for someone, that that would be someone that I would be. Uh, those are some props that I'm looking at, man. But uh, I'm excited to have the the, the prop show back. I'm excited yeah, to have you so. out here, and uh, it was I'm fun ready to, like, for more. Prep, prep like a, an animal again, dude. It was, and and, and it's, it was a horrible time for me to have to prep, but <laughs> I managed. I, 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 between between um the Patreon podcast, I cut on Monday, I recut because I, I cut it on Sunday and the audio was bad, so I had to redo oh, it. Brutal. Then, then I so I did that on Monday. We had the good fortune again of having Steffi Smalls on the show last night tonight it's me and you tomorrow night i'm doing some draft stuff so uh the the normal research uh had to be done in the truck with a pad and a pen and my phone on the DraftKings app but man we got it done we got it in and uh we're gonna be back here in a month what is it this is the end of april so before labor day excuse me well, definitely before labor day <laughs> but, but but before memorial day Dr. Kyle and I are going to jump on, and we're going to do some AFC and NFC win totals. Do you, do you have two more shows in you between now and Memorial Day? I think so. All right. Well, you, you get all, permission. I'm all fired up now. I'm so gruntled. I'm so ready for more podcasts. There, there, there you go. Well, you know, you, you talk to Mrs. Kyle about when you'll be free, yep. when you're not gallivanting again around Soho, Tribeca, The Village, you know, Central Park, whatever it is that, that you, you, young, you youngsters are doing. We're actually you know, gallivanting around the country for the next month. We got three trips between now and like June 10th. It ain't easy being Dr. Kyle, but uh, on behalf of Dr. Kyle, my name is Memphis, and thank you for listening to the Big Bet. And remember, we're just here to make the world a better place for betting on football and money won is twice as sweet as money earned. We'll see you back here real soon on the Big Bet. Hey, fellow Warzone listeners. My name is Zach Camps. Uh, I'm not golfing or slinging my hands a monster. I'm usually thinking about Dynasty Fantasy Football. A couple months back, I joined the Patreon just to take my Dynasty passion to the next level. And I'll tell you what, well, let's just say there's writer downers for days in the Patreon. The member, you get access to the bonus pod where the guys take the filter off and talk about a wide variety of topics that maybe they won't cover on the normal show. You also get access to Memphis and Jerry for one-on-one advice, personal dynasty dilemmas. They'll tackle them for you, help you out with it. You just don't get that anywhere else. But I'd say my favorite part about the Depth of Patreon is the uh, the group chat. Tell you what, these guys are some excellent minds, tons of fun. The fire in there is amazing. Great platform to post trade questions, debate rookie values, share insight, interact with some cool people from across the globe. You know, Shout out to those guys in Australia. They're blowing my phone up all the time. You know, the best part is there's no Twitter trolls or Facebook trolls arguing about stuff they don't know anything about. So uh, if you want to enjoy your dynasty experience even more, win those championships, pause the podcast right now, sign up, and you can thank me later in the group chat. $1,000 for cool G as we call it back home. Are you at liberty to play for that Stanley? Would you prefer to play for smiles? <laughs>